0: Welcome to Politics on Right. My name is Egberto Willis. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, Harris County. And of course, good morning to the state of Texas. Good morning to the United States of America. Good morning to the world and to all the areas where our 100,000 watt transmitter seeps into their vicinity, seeps into their land welcome aboard anyway folks we're going to have a a great show for you today i hope that you call in 713-526-5738 and 713-526-5738 one good news personally today my fever broke my 104 degree fever broke and uh, i think i'm a happy person still achy but happy person anyway folks let's get to the Wonderful geniuses in the studio. Good morning. How are you guys doing? This?
1: And good morning, Louisiana. Cajun. Yes. Land. Cajun <laughs> land. Yeah. How's everything today? I'm glad. That, I'm glad that you're feeling better.
0: Yes, it's getting better, man. It's, you know, it was it was rough.
1: I know. I've been through that myself and I just don't like it at all. The best feeling there is, is when you wake up in that sweat, the fever is broken. You're like, Oh, I'm on the mend. Thank goodness. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I want to say a special good morning to Harry. We played your David Blameyer's song. He likes that song. That's one of his favorites. So good morning, Harry. And Jack has a whole page full of wisdom for us today.
0: Well, I want it. Well, you know, he's overdue, man. You know, you know, i um, got to make Jack up for, yesterday. for not, not only six days of not having the word wisdom, but even yesterday we didn't have the word wisdom. So we are behind Jack. Okay. Well,
1: I'll try to make up for it. Okay. <clears> okay. <throat> There's a force, an evil corroding force of governmental and corporate corruption. The titans of industry are the corroding force. They have corrupted the Supreme Court and the political processes with money. The best law money can buy, the best health care you can't afford. Their goal is to dominate industry and pull the profit away from the people. They use capital as a tool or instrument of extraction. They work to control all the resources of the world for their profit. <clears throat> when they don't get their way, when a country wants to protect its and use its own resources for its own benefit, we wage war on them. They subdue countries by arranging loans designed to fail. Then when the loans fail, the country's money gets tied up in court A deal is struck for repayment, which drains the country's economy, and the people are forced to accept austerity measures is is the force that drives, this is the force that drives, basically, immigration now. Those evil bums. You know, we're... uh, they come, here, they come here because they want to have a better life. Uh, American uh, banking and uh, resource extraction cuts their money off in their country and the people get no benefit from the extraction of the resources. This is wrong.
0: Yes, it's wrong. You know, Jack, it's amazing uh, what you just spoke about. Indirectly, I have uh, some of the things that we're covering on the program today, Good. specifically this time with Cuba, right? Um, it's interesting because I think I'm going to start there. I wasn't going to start there, but given your great prose, I'm going to start there because I love how you brought that in.
1: Well, I've got, got some I've pretty forward. interesting observations in uh, in Cuba, too. So,
0: Yeah, well. Good. You can interject whenever you want to, but uh, before I go to get to Cuba, I just want to uh, illustrate the portion of your speech there that talked about what they do to us in healthcare. I told you guys yesterday that my wife had a kidney biopsy uh, about four weeks ago, or something like that, maybe a little bit longer. She has lupus, and lupus is one of those autoimmune diseases that affect the entire body and it can attack any organ, every organ. It, 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 look, she's had it from the time Ashley was born, Ashley's 32. Well, it's, it's been discovered on, in her from that time and she's done great with it uh, with, you know, keeping herself healthy etc. to live through it uh, unlike many who succumb to it early on, she's been she's been, she does her part to stay uh, healthy and follow the rules etc. So, we had to go ahead and get a kidney biopsy because her kidneys, the, the the lupus is in a, it's in an active stage now that's attacking her kidney. So they wanted to know, they've been telling her to do it for a while. And she's like, I don't want to do it because we know her kidneys come and go, come and go with this disease. And she didn't want that expense of, uh, of that because, you know, they, they just taking a look at nothing from that. Anyway, they finally convinced her to do it. And she went ahead and she had the biopsy. Uh, of course, nobody told her what it would cost, anything of that nature. I looked it up, and biopsies usually cost three to five thousand dollars or so. You know, anyhow, she got a bill, and I won't men- mention the company right now because I'm going to be going to pretty much war with the company. Uh, because, uh, well, let me finish the story. Uh, the amount that they billed the insurance company was twenty-seven thousand dollars for Holy that. Smoke. Yes. $27,000. Jack is grabbing in his b- chest. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm, I'm just, I'm showing you what we're, what we're living through. And I think I, think I is, threw
1: up in my mouth. <laughs> uh,
0: well, it, it is funny because when I saw the bill, uh, she, she said, my wife brought, I'm sitting on the couch and she said, look at this. And uh, it says $27,000 of which. The insurance company took care twenty four thousand, and you are, you owe thirty five hundred. I said we owe zero. I'm gonna really have. I'm gonna get that insurance. I mean that. Uh, if the insurance company wants to pay the twenty four thousand, so be it. They can do that. You know they're the multi billionaires. We ain't paying that three thousand five hundred dollars at all. Uh, twenty. But anyhow, I uh, I, I you know I'm, I'm preparing a media campaign and every. Everything to show the rest of America and world what our healthcare system is like. And they're giving me material up the gazoo with a $27,000 biopsy. So we'll see how the fight goes with them in the long run. And I'll keep you guys informed. But I just want to put some perspective here a 2024 Chevrolet electric car. I repeat, a 2024 Chevrolet electric car cost two twenty five thousand seven hundred ninety dollars her biopsy lasted a few minutes but watching over her etc we were there between the hours of eight and noon because you know after they do a biopsy they want to make sure you don't bleed out so we watched her we watched her in the room not the nurse comes in periodically to check but we are in there watching her until she's discharged and all that process takes under four hours, $27,900 or something like that. You can get a, an, an entire new 2024 Trevolet tracks, forward, four-drive, active, all right, for $25,790. Everybody that's listening to my voice right I want you to understand the evil within our healthcare system. You know, not everybody's going to fight. They, they, they get those numbers and they just, you know, they, they immediately send you, when they send you the amount that you owe, they said, Oh, but you can do this in payments, right? I don't want to do anything in payments. I want it to be zero. We pay our health insurance, uh, costs. We pay all our bills. We, we have never been late in any one of these things. And for them to just extract your wealth, your money, your income, because they can. Remember why I said several days ago, healthcare does not belong in the private sector. It belongs in the public sector. Because when you have a procedure to be done, they have all the cards to hold. They have all the cards to hold. And we must realize that, by the way, folks, if you want to call me before I get to the other subject on Cuba, give me a call at 713-526-5738, hit extension number one, and we'll get to you right away. I mean, I'm sorry, extension number two, and we'll get to you right away. Uh, 713-526-5738, hit extension number two, and we'll put you on air right away. I would really love to hear your stories. And let me tell you what else I want to do. Uh, J. Ray, good morning, Egberto. Good morning. J. Ray, is there on the chat. I hope you're feeling better on the subject of health. Yes, sir. I am feeling a lot better. My body is still achy, but I am in fact feeling a lot better. Thank you for the, uh, for the positive affirmations, my brother. So folks, if you have anything that you want to call in to say on this issue, 713-526-5738, extension number two. I see we have one call coming in. I'd like to hear more before I jump on to the CUBA subject and how it really affects us. 713-526-5738. Very important subject. And if you have a healthcare uh, issue where you felt, not you felt, where you know they abused you, they took advantage of you, please give us a call as well. 713 713- Five two six five seven three eight. Again, this subject was placed into the front of the queue because of Brother Jack and his story. Uh so seven one three five two six five seven three eight. Let's go to Johnny. Come on in, the mayor of Politics Unright. Johnny, it's great hearing from you. Haven't heard from you in about six, seven, seven sessions or so. Uh the mayor must call in every so often to make sure you keep your mayorship. How you doing, my brother? <laughs> no, no, I don't T- tell me. And, uh, oh, car talk, uh, I love car talk. Yes, he died, one of them died, right? Yeah, yeah, he died a couple years ago. But anyway, the older brother,
2: uh, Ray, he would make a joke sometimes towards the end of the show where uh, he would say that you, if you're not careful, you're going to wind up making a boat payment for the mechanic when you go to the... to the. Uh, dealership. And yes, so in yes. And a boat payment because he likes boats. So I'm yes. thinking maybe some of the surgeons at your hospital, they don't like boats as much as they like electric cars. So you got yes. to f- you got to figure out the opportunity costs. But yeah, have to uh, dovetail with what Magic Jack was saying. Uh, now, what was I going to say? What? <laughs> Oh no! Twenty twenty four does not look good for well, my. Well, let me, Johnny, Johnny, look
0: the the phones are filling up. So you can you can think about what you wanted to say and call me back. You know you have open open season, brother. So why don't you think about it? Give me a call back, and we'll take you on. Let's go to Mary in the meantime. Come on in, Mary.
3: Good morning.
0: Good morning, Mary. How are you doing this morning?
3: I'm good. I have a. Bad story that had a great outcome.
0: Uh-huh. And the
3: story is, uh, I don't know if you know what MRSA is. I didn't before I got it.
0: I sure do. I sure do. Yes.
3: It's it kind of like a flesh-eating disease is what it ended up looking like. But uh, anyway, I had a little ant bite on my foot. And my husband says ant bite, but the, the big toe bone was just like really hurting I went to the hospital because I don't have insurance. I went to the emergency. They said, oh, don't worry about it. I went home, and the next day, it it just was really hurting in the bone, really bad where I couldn't walk. So I went back to another emergency, and they were like, you know, oh, she got MRSA, so they, like, you know, make you feel like you got the plague or something, and I didn't know what was going on. Anyway, they found the hospital to take me because I don't have insurance. Don't Mm -hmm. have Medicaid. And uh, I went to that hospital, and by that time, it was just uh, like that flesh-eating disease, you see, just where it just ate away and just was just horrible looking. He went in that hospital for two weeks, and they're pumping me full of all kinds of antibiotics and stuff, but nothing would—there's not—
0: Nothing would save like the, that it. would stop it from, from spreading.
3: yeah, well it didn't really spread but they they couldn't heal it and they couldn't stop the pain. I mean they had me on morphine and all kinds of crazy stuff. And and IVs and both arms with all kinds of uh antibiotics. And I had some kind of disease guy and I had, I had rashes from allergic reactions. Anyway, they said since I didn't have insurance to send me home with a six-month IV treatment that um, they suggested him and the other doctor suggested that the surgeon would remove my toe to stop it. Oh. And I was crying. I was like, well, I don't have insurance. I don't know what to do, but I got to get rid of this pain. So I was like, okay. You know." and I prayed about it, but I don't know if I heard anything or not. But anyway, um, got in there next morning. Uh, it was, I'd been there two weeks and they said, he flat out told me, you don't have insurance. You know, you can't, you can't keep doing this, you know, so let's do this. I said, okay. And when I got up to the um, operating room, it's real early in the morning, about five, you know, they prep you and get y'all ready and kind of like in this room and there's other people getting ready in their little curtains and this doctor comes in and he's looking at it, you know, and. Um, I don't know, I can't remember how it come up, but I told him what they said about me not having insurance and said it had to come off, you know, and, uh, he got to looking at it and he says, well, Mary, or, or no, he said something, I don't remember what he said, but he said something like, Oh, that's not a good deal. Or that's nonsense that you can't be treated cause you don't have insurance. And I said, well, you know, that's the way it is. And uh, you have to look at it. He says, Mary, I think I see a little bit of paint there. He says, why don't we give it a chance? He says, because uh, if I take, if I have to take this, I'm going to have to take half your foot, not just your big toe. And he says, and that your quality of life is going to be drastically changed. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but I was like, can you give me something for the pain? And uh, they never did find anything to reach down in that bone pain. You know, so.
0: Ultimately, did he Did he ultimately take the toe off or did he uh, wait for he it to heal?
3: He sent me back upstairs. I stayed about three more days. And I went home with uh, about six, seven months worth of antibiotic pills, which were kind of expensive. But I took them and I, um, I um, had to... Up my diet on nutrition. He gave me a mm-hmm. little brochure on how to, you know, get better nutrition because the more nutrition and the water you drink is going to help heal. Right. And I healed up. It took about seven months, but he that one little doctor intervening, saying, you know, that's bull crap uh, about the insurance thing. Uh, save my foot. And save Well, my every life. now and like, then,
0: every now and okay. then, Mary, you run across somebody that cares about humanity as opposed to just uh, the mighty dollar. But the fact that you've had to go through that because we don't have healthcare as a right, I think it's a yeah. travesty. And and people need to understand that for everybody that's out there right now without insurance, and in Texas, we have over 20% of uh, Texans that are uninsured. I repeat, 20% of Texans are Uninsured. When,
3: so when your you condition. insured. When you speak about insurance, do you consider Medicaid an insurance?
0: Medicaid is an insurance, but not every okay. uninsured what, person.
3: Why is that so hard to get? I mean, I got it That's, when I was younger once, when I was pregnant. But I'm 58 years old now, and I don't have a doctor. Let me explain, I mean, Mary. Like, let me explain saying, why.
0: Let me explain why. Like let Medicaid. me explain why, Mary. Hold on. Let me explain why. Because Texas is one of those states where you have to be poor. You have to be left without assets. In other words, you can can have a car and a home, but everything else that you own, if there's money in your bank account, if there's any of these things, you do not qualify for Medicaid unless you're completely destitute. I think you might be
3: wrong there. (laughs) Because I don't have, I, I do own my land. It took me 18 years to pay it off in a little trailer. Right. You know?
0: Yeah. I don't own Look, far. I understand. I look, I understand money. that. Now, let me just yes. tell you, uh, for everybody that's listening to this program right now, yes, I, I want you to let- Mary is your average Texan, has a piece of yes. land, et cetera. Insurance is just too damn high for her to have. Right? Yes. But because yes, of sir. the way we work as a state, we are telling her. If somebody doesn't help you, you're better off dead, or we we won't care for you. That's who we put into office in Texas, folks. You vote your interests. That is how we have decided to put in Texas. We are – Mary, let me tell you better, and I'm coming to you, Steve. Mary, let me tell you better. Our governor, our – congress uh, representatives the republican representatives in texas they decided not to accept the medicaid expansion to the affordable care act which I would have taken that. care of you I and all that. the 20 percent
3: i'm what you would call a independent republican i do vote for some democrats but most of them since i've been voting i didn't start voting until my 40s well, uh, yeah. Well, Mary, I, I let, me, let me let me just tell you. I listen to your program every day, every morning because I do listen to both sides.
0: Thank you very much, and I I do appreciate that. I appreciate that you're at least giving us the honor of listening. I think but what I'm more trying people to do is,
3: out there like me. I just right. uh, don't know how to get them to to you let know. Me, stop. Let
0: let me tell you the question you ask your representative that you're going to vote for. You're going to have a Democrat and a Republican and an independent likely to choose from. Ask each one of them because your condition requires that we have the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act. Our state said, no, we don't want that. We, we rather have 20% of our people be uninsured and another 20% be underinsured that they, even if, even though they have insurance, they can't afford it. Remember my That's wife earned $27,000.
3: I do know people yes, so, that pay for their insurance so, and they still get rings.
0: You know? There you go. So Mary, I don't know what your vote matters. Mary. Oh, Mary, I know it does. your vote matters and not only that, vote your interest. Remember your oh. that what you went through. But anyway, Mary, I gotta go to Steve. So thank you so kindly for listening, first of all. Thank you for oh, telling I us your story. See
3: you for a few okay. I enjoy you. you. Make a lot Thank of you. Film. You have
0: a Thanks wonderful day, us. Mary. Let's go to Steve. Uh,
4: Come on in, Steve. How are you doing this morning? Hey, morning, Egberto. Good morning, sir. Uh, It was good to hear Mary's story. I was a a Republican once and then independent. Uh, But she sounds like she's got a dog in the fight now, and maybe she ought to just vote for whoever can help her out with uh, her insurance needs, kind of like what you were talking about earlier with the biopsy for your wife. I'm glad you're feeling better. And, uh, hopefully your wife's, uh, uh, better. Uh, but yeah, like you said, instead of that car, that's, you know, the amount of money you spend on your wife is that's rent average rent for two years of life, which is significant. So yes, um, absolutely. It, it's, it's sad, right? It is
0: sad. And you know, I, I wanted to have a, you know, you know, people talk about clicks, right? I wanted to have mm-hmm. a headline that kind of shows how silly it is. The biopsy costs more than an electric car. Wow. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I was. Uh. The reason I was calling in. Uh. Um. I spent a couple of days, last couple of days, up in your neck of the woods in Kingwood. Uh. I trained mm-hmm. a little bit for the uh something called the Texas Marathon in Kingwood. And yes. uh, it was. Uh. I was. My goal was to run the whole, but I. I could only do the half. So uh, maybe. Maybe it, by the end of. Next year, yeah, half is still good, but, that is uh, great, um, yeah, uh, as I get older i I feel like, well, maybe I want to live a little bit longer and and stay healthy and which is why I like listening to you on the health insurance, but I was thinking of one thing um since it's in the back of your woods, it's a diverse crowd that's out there it's uh, uh multi body shapes, ages, colors, you've got you know, eight to 10 hours to finish if you want to do the whole marathon. The, the wood for right. people who haven't been up there, there's there's trails and and uh, lots of trees. It's just a beautiful scenery. People out there with the dogs, lots of kids from young teams to old hippies that they're running. And uh, um, I could see you out there with a tent since it's in your backyard, you know, kind of uh, promoting KPFT and maybe – Maybe get Howard to run or something or walk. I like that. I I look I like that. Hey Steve, I gotta run to Harry,
0: but I like that. Uh why don't you get, drop me a line with that's with that info, okay? You have me info at or rather KPFT at politicsonright dot com. Okay? All right. We'll do. Thanks. Thank you, brother. Let's jump to Harry, brother. Harry, come on in.
5: Good morning, Brother Roberto. Good morning to Jack Van Endeavor, and good morning to Howard Reynolds. Thank you for playing David Blameyers, Deep was the Midnight Sea. I love that song. Yeah, So keep them coming. Anyway, Huberto, I was in the Recharge the Week service I go to on t- Tuesday, and I was praying with my church friend. I talked about you a bit, and uh, I prayed for you yesterday. And I'm glad that fever has broken, and you are well. Back your, to your your own. prayers
0: worked. Your prayers worked. My fever broke. That's Thank right. you, my brother. Go ahead.
5: I keep I pray for everyone, even people that uh, have a lot of troubles or people that I disagree with. I just pray that things get better. And Mary. Um, I'm praying for you. Um, I'm glad that things worked out. You didn't lose your foot. Uh, that staff, that, that Mercer is a killer. It's a staph, or uh, uh, aureus infection. It killed my father who had been suffering from melanoma and type oh. 2 diabetes. It can take you down. When I used to work at UCSF, I think I mentioned this to you before, in in, um, San Francisco, um, I saw many people that had MRSA, and I had to put on this um, bacteria when I would bring those patients down um, to their exams, whether it was CT or MRI or if it was a right protect myself i'd have on gloves because you get that bacteria that is a killer it can take down your organs and take you down and i remember when my father was suffering in the hospital with it and he was uh he was 74 years old and uh it was just taking him down and that's just sad that that happened um but um uh, well you know it's Unfortunately, you know, he lived a good life and he probably could have lived longer because our, our family
0: had well, some disputes and all like that. But anyway. Well, okay. Um, Re- um, really, Harry, uh, tell, wrap her up for me. Okay. Okay. Well, I just
5: once again want to say that this is an edifying show. This show, your show, uh, this show and Steve's show, you both, um, edify people and, 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 I uh, the, the active work that you do is good and kudos to Steve. Uh, uh, we'd love to have Howard. Reynolds uh running for office. And the other thing as you were speaking to Mary there about, um, we gotta you gotta vote out people like Greg Abbott and Ted Cruz because as you said there a little while ago, Hiberto, they're against Medicaid. And just as uh Sarah right. Huckabee was doing in Arkansas and and there was another um a politician, just take get people off Medicaid because they don't wanna pay for it. If you they don't want right. government to pay for it, if you can't afford to pay as well, when we talk about health Healthcare on this show
0: you can't afford to stay alive and that's just wrong thank you thank you harry it's so important for us to realize that that these politicians are not doing that other than so that the rich folks get the tax break the corporations etc if you have less payments for medicaid then of course their taxes go down so important thank you harry you have a wonderful rest of the day my my brother all right let's go to alice come on in alice
3: Good morning and happy New Year's and thanks for taking happy my Happy New Year,
0: Alice. Happy New Year to you, my friend. Talk to me.
3: I'm 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 going to talk to uh, you all about the uh, healthcare system. First of mm-hmm. all, I wasn't going to call um, because I don't get a lot of sleep. Okay, look, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a young-minded old person. Okay. But I when hear you. I heard that, that when I heard the young woman's call, I had to call you. Here's the thing. I'm going to try to keep this brief, but before I say anything, I want to ask you to do this for me.
6: Have yes.
3: someone to contact me later on today. Uh and and So that I can give more information, so that I can get more information. Because I have something that I need to put out there for people. People need to, I don't know why she, well, I I don't know why she votes for Republicans. But the Republicans don't want to do anything for you except take your vote and treat you mean, okay? Okay. (laughs) <laughs> and to the young man who spoke just now, edification, We, you got to use some words that people understand. That, uh, everybody doesn't even understand that word. Now, I'm going to be 83 years old on the 11th day of this month if the Lord gives it to me. And I do believe he's already given it to me. Okay? Mm-hmm. I've been discriminated against because I'm not a person who does not take care of myself. I was injured several years ago. I had, uh, well, you have hereditary things in your body. I had a cervical uh, fusion in 1991. In October, I was injured again in a head-on collision in January, the very next year, my neck is a problem for me. And people who don't believe in the Lord, he has sustained me all the time because I have not received the medical care that would have helped me. Okay. I had insurance. If you don't have work regularly, you cannot keep up the insurance payments, Right. That's what happened to me, a single parent. That's what happened to me. Okay. I've had Social Security for several years now, and I've not been secure, okay? I've been discriminated against because I don't have a lot of medication that I take. Never have. And try not to. I've been discriminated against because I don't run to the doctor every month or every week or whatsoever. And uh, I uh, have been denied Medicare, Medicare for about, well, since mid-2019 until, I'm going to say, uh, uh, January this year. No, no, last year, okay? Only reason I did that was because It changed all the Medicare plans every year. They set it up where all I could do was go lay down in a hospital bed. What do I need that for if I don't need it? You see what I'm saying?
0: Okay, let me stop you right there, Alice, because this is important. What you said, we need to get the the rest of uh, our listeners to understand this. You said you didn't have Medicare as an 83 year old woman.
3: They dropped me. So, see, they changed it. They change uh, this. They change the deal every year. Alice. And, and, Alice. And, and, let, and I'm going I want to say this. I want to say this quickly. I, if I'm going to see somebody who claims to be a doctor, a physician, say physician to me, because I'm a retired LVN because of what happened to me. I. Right. If you don't okay. do what I need you to do for my health, I don't keep going to you. I go to someone else.
0: Okay, this is important, Alice, because here's the deal. You didn't have Medicare, you had Medicare Advantage, okay? No.
3: no that's no, why no, they I could I, I didn't go with the advantages, that's why they dropped me. You see no, what I No, I'm here's saying? what I'm saying.
0: Um, no, no, no. Okay. No, they can't drop you from Medicare. Medicare is the they law of me. the land.
3: But they did my deal. Wait, listen to what I'm saying. I have something that I can do about it.
0: Alice I got something like it but
3: they they dropped me Alice. darling it was like I, I Alice say this. I get you I I'm get you. Listen. Alice listen I'm to me listen, but I want to say this it was like a diss yes. in other words in other words let us not enroll her in any plan cuz every year they stop me because Okay if they tell is... me if I Listen, darling if I didn't mm. have Medicaid and Medicare, they stopped Mm -hmm. me from enrolling in everything. Consequently Uh, to me, and I finally said this, what you have done is you have said, let her die because you know how old I am. So, okay, she can't see anybody about whatever's going on with her.
0: She's going
5: to be dead soon. They found out, Miss Hardy. I All right. Alice. <laughs> so I okay, Alice. I, Alice, I okay, want you I I to listen to
0: me. Alice, listen to me, please. I, I, I heard you, my dear, beautiful lady. Listen to me. Okay. This is important. Mm-hmm. Medicare, a traditional Medicare as passed by law. You cannot be denied period there's no if but sorry i
3: tried it they denied me that
0: ma'am i ask you to listen Mm -hmm. to me now my dear friend please listen please listen please listen Mm -hmm. standard medicare cannot be denied There's only one condition where that and and also standard Medicare does not require you to re-up every year. In other words, standard Medicare is not something. And I'm 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 spending some time with Alice here because this is important for everybody to hear. And Alice, thank you for bringing this up. But everybody must (laughs) hear this. Everybody must hear this. The what Alice went through is the following. She got started. With Medicare Advantage, because this <laughs> is Medicare Part C, it ain't Medicare; it's private insurance. Because she got, and they hold on, uh, Alice. They fooled her into believing True. that was Medicare. It isn't. And if you hear Mary going back, I mean not Mary, Alice going back and forth with me because she thinks that she got Medicare. That's how evil it is. She Guess got Medicare hard. Advantage. You don't have to request Medicare adva- uh, Medicare every year. You sign up for Medicare. It's over. You don't have to sign up for this stuff every year. The only thing you sign up for every year, is Medicare Part C. In other words, Medicare Advantage.
3: Yeah, they fool people need. into.
0: Let me finish, Alice. Please.
6: Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They
0: they they fooled her into believing mm-hmm. she had. Medicare, she always had Medicare Advantage. That said, mm-hmm. the problem is when you go to Medicare Advantage, you can't go back to standard Medicare. Uh, well, you can, you can go back to standard Medicare, but you will need a Medigap to pay for the 20% that Medicare doesn't pay. And mm-hmm. the problem is at Mary's age, Medigap can cost so much more money that it's not worth it because you can't afford it. So what we're I looking
5: at, wouldn't use it.
0: Exactly. But what I'm saying, mm-hmm. Mary is the following. Mm-hmm. What I'm mm-hmm. saying is you were fooled into Medicare advantage upfront. And that prevented you from being able to get Medicare at an affordable price. And folks, all of you mm-hmm. who go out mm-hmm. there, and take Medicare Advantage. At some point when they change the plan, you know the plans are changed every year. And let me tell you Mm -hmm. why they change the plans every year. If you notice, you have a group number. All these financial guys Mm -hmm. and and the the Mm -hmm. AI guy, artificial intelligence now, they're looking at each group, and they say, okay, this group Mm -hmm. is not profitable. We'll kill it. We'll have you into Mm -hmm. another plan. Oh, Mm -hmm. this group is not profitable. We'll kill it. We'll throw you into another plan. So every year... You have to re-up this stuff every year. You don't have to re-up Medicare every year. Medicare Advantage, yes. So when you hear somebody call into our show and said, I don't know why you're speaking badly about Medicare Advantage. I love my Medicare Advantage. I have no co-pays or anything. All I tell them is, wait a while. Then what <laughs> happened to Alice will happen to you. Alice, thank you so kindly for calling. And I want you to go ahead and drop me a line. I want to keep the conversation with you because I'd right. like to see what w- we can do. KPFT at yes. politics done right.com. If you have email sure KPF.
3: Now be sure and have somebody to call me because my, um, uh, I've been, i tell bit. you what, I go ahead and give,
0: something. go ahead and give, uh, your number to, uh, yes. Thank you. All right, Alice, but thank you so kindly for calling in Alice, because I don't know if you understand how many people you would have helped by having this conversation, okay?
3: That's why I called. You see, I want to say one more. Let me say one more thing. Real quick, real quick. The thing that got me was that I'm a sufferer of pain for years, and pain will steal from you. Right. And that's why they got me caught up like that. I did have a visual metaphor.
0: Thank you, Alice, for your call. Love you. Let's go to Moses. Love you too, girl. Moses, come on in. Buenos días. <laughs> ¿Cómo está mi corazón? ¿Cómo estás?
7: Um, um, bien, bien, bien. Um, uh, I'm saying feliz um, año, nuevo año, whichever one.
0: You got it I'm right, girlfriend. You got it right. <laughs> feliz año nuevo a ti también.
7: Uh-huh. Oh... Um, All I'm calling about is, and I'm not going to stay too long, I'm calling about to say, let us be very vigilant in this coming year Mm -hmm. so that we can rejoice after the elections. We have been able to jump the gauntlet and the nation can breathe, look back and see where it made its mistakes and move forward with the um, determination, never let us do this again, to encourage men who are destructive to have control over our country. And that's my wish and hope for the United States of America. My homeland.
0: That's it. Let me tell you, Moses. Thank you for those words. But let me tell you, um, uh, we are we. Are, I don't want a wish. I want a do. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I want a do. I have committed that. Uh, you know that th- there are three major topics I'm going to be handling this year, often, mm-hmm. frequently, and that's going to be healthcare economics mm-hmm. and voting mm-hmm. healthcare economics and voting I, I wrote that in the last mm-hmm. newsletter that i sent out and i said we're going to be strong on 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 those topics because i think if we get those topics right and you know i, mm-hmm. I love that alison called in right um for several yes. reasons i love that oh, alison yes, called yes. in now,
7: when i heard be- because it, the other lady mhm
0: i trained and mary mm-hmm. yes I, I am happy for those calls because yeah. I don't think wh- when somebody like Alice calls in or somebody like Mary call in, M- here's what mm-hmm. we got. Mary is a mm-hmm. is a Republican. Right. And and look, mm-hmm. Mary, be mm-hmm. a Republican. That's fine. But mm-hmm. Mary articulated her issues and her issues are directly uh, uh, the, the people that would have solved her issues are the people mm-hmm. she doesn't generally vote for. But in, mm-hmm. in her open-mindedness, she's willing to mm-hmm. listen to us here at KPFT that mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. will make a difference in her future vote so that she, Mary, will help mm-hmm. all of Texas in the long run get the, the health care that they need. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying That's there, uh, Moses, is that those uh-huh. calls matter. Alice, the same. Help us with health care yeah. and Medicare. But go ahead, Moses.
7: That's the reason why I'm saying a lot of people are saying, um, well, the, the, the Republicans, the people who are Republicans, they are the ones who most of the time who I have met and spoken with. They are the ones who are suffering the hardest. And yes. they are the ones yes. whose eyes are beginning to open. I can't tell you how many people I have met. And I have asked them who is who, what? Are the people that you support? What are they doing? And you could see right. the surprise in the, You could see the surprise in their eyes. Right, is, who right, is and that's why we are
0: here, guy. right? Because people that's just right. don't know. They are in that bubble. They're in that bubble where they just yes. hear that same thing over and over again. But um, Moses, I want to touch a little bit on now, the Cuba thing. That go ahead.
7: Mm. Let me say this again. The second thing, like you said. To me, the most important thing right now is to let the people understand your vote is the most important thing for this year. There was someone yes. I was speaking to, and they said, "Well, I'm going to sit down this year." I said, "That's the last thing you're going to do, because if you do that, you will have you will have the blood of a lot of people on your hands because yes. you could have done." Yeah, I oh, I, I don't like Biden. I I say I know. But look at the alternative. It is already facing right. you. Somebody is already telling you, I'm going to come and stab you. And the other person is telling you, I'm going to try the best I can to see if I can get you over. You know, And you are saying you will not vote just because you some, some of the things that the man did you say you don't like. But this man is telling right. you, he showed you already what he can do. Right. He has the guts to to, to tear the country down. He show, he's proved it to you. And then you will say you will stand down. You will stand down. I'm not going to vote. I'm standing down because none of them are good. I said, look at the alternatives, and that's what I tell people when I speak to them. I said, look at the alternatives, and then look at your mirror. Um, Look at what Moses. Look at what Moses. Moses,
0: Thank you so kindly. I I I want to jump on. I want to jump on Cuba for a little bit. So uh, let me let Uh you go. And Harry called back. Mm -hmm. So let me get. Give Harry fifteen seconds more, and then I want to jump on Cuba. So, Harry, come on in real quick, my brother.
5: Okay, I'll say it real quick. Um, to, this is for Alice. Edifying just means to educate and to improve. And also, Roberto, mm-hmm. I hope you win your fight and don't have to pay that uh, biopsy cost for your wife, and that everything continues to uh, be merry and get
0: better for you. And I'll listen to. Thank you, my you brother. I, I appreciate today. that, and coming from you, that means a lot. Thank you so kindly. OK. All right. Let's let's go to let's go to uh, what I, I, I you know, and this kind of evolved from something that Jack said that I intended to speak about today. And it, it, it's some Massachusetts Dems are urging Biden to take Cuba off of the U.S. terrorism list. Anybody who thinks because that's what Trump did, they, they, we started to open relations with Cuba and it was going well. Hell, I went to Cuba about six, seven years ago enjoyed it you know a lot of it is my culture and was there eating my black beans and plantains and all that good stuff oh it was great but here's the deal um uh we put them on the terrorist list and uh, you know we we talk about hey look at this country how badly they're doing of course we 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 hold them down and then say we prevent other countries from doing business with cuba and then we say look how bad cuba is doing Right. And somehow they are a terrorist country. All of that. That's false. Uh, When Cuba was run by the plutocrats. Right. And I know some Cubans don't like when I say this. But when Cuba was run by the plutocrats, people who looked like me just swept floors or danced. They swept floors, danced, or sang. And most of them were sweeping floors and washing dishes and that kind of stuff. After the new government came in and and not that I'm like 100 percent for this new government. Back then in the 60s, but people looked like me, became engineers, doctors and lawyers. So please tell me which was better for the people of that country. You need to get to keep that in the in the back of your mind as far as what Cuba was, what Cuba became. Uh, also, when it it comes to health care and all of that, everybody in Cuba has health care. You know, it's not like American healthcare, But you know what? Their birth rates. Their 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 outcomes are much better in the aggregate than the United States. Birth, uh, uh, our kids die a lot more in the United States at childbirth than they do in Cuba. We can go item over item. They with their meager dollars, they do a lot of research, etc. Now, America had the choice when uh, Castro took over Cuba to be their allies. But because of their plutocratic behavior, they didn't become allies to Cuba. So Cuba went to the next best place, their opponents, Russia. That's what really happens. You don't hear it that way too often, but that's really what happened. But anyway, the story that I want to bring is we clamped down on Cuba. We have an a issue, issue at the borders now, where there are a lot of Cubans coming over to the United States through mexico and the question is why you know we're we're talking about close the border and stop this from occurring so we're squeezing cuba we are preventing cuba from being able to take care of its own citizen by preventing commerce in cuba and at the same time as these people leave what human beings do when they're under pressure they leave Hell, the pilgrims, when they were under what they thought were pressure, they came to the United States and they, they came and established they settled here and in the process they murdered and killed and pilfered. These people just want a job at the border. That's all they want. A job. They're not coming to overthrow the United States. They're not coming to take away the land of the people who are here in the United States. They just want a job. And as Farid Sakaria said, I wanted to. Do this piece, but I hadn't gotten a chance to uh, prepare it yet. America has a big problem. Our birth rate is not sustainable as it is right now. The only thing that can keep us going is immigration. And we can handle over a million plus people per year coming into this country, if not quite a bit more. Because again, our birth rate is in decline and continues to be in decline. So, folks, um, when you see what's occurring at the border, you are looking at American policy in Venezuela. You are looking at American policy in Cuba. You are looking at American policy in Honduras and Guatemala and all these places. You want to stop that flow, remove the the, the clamp that you have on Cuba, uh, remove the clamp that you have, and and you know for oil reasons. Biden is suddenly having good talks with uh, with uh, that criminal in 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 uh, Venezuela. What's his name? Uh, uh, not Chavez, but uh, I can't remember his name right now. The leader of, of of that country because he promised to have elections. Right? Look, a lot of what you're seeing at the border is the result of American policies overseas. And as long as we are failing to hear the truth, as long as we fall for what. What uh, the animal that we have as a governor, Greg Abbott, only an animal can treat people the way Greg Abbott is treating these people, busting them around, treating them like cattle, when it is American policy that pretty much creates the problem at the border. And I'm not talking about our border policy. I'm talking about American policy in these different countries. But again, we are in America who don't read foreign papers. We're in America who doesn't read what we are doing on the outside. We just look insular within ourselves. And the plutocracy takes advantage of our ignorance to go ahead and have us completely do things against our own interests. We have to be smarter, folks. The plutocracy, the executives, the business people, they look at you as being dumb. I look at you as being The smartest things that just need to be made aware. Your executives, the people that too many of you defend, they think you're stupid, so they can bring up all these things about what's happening at the border. But because you don't know what policies being, uh, what policies affected in Cuba, what policies affected in Venezuela, what policies affected in Israel, you. Fall for the crap. Uh, we have to be smarter. We have, all of us, have to be smarter. Let's go to Brian real quick. Come on in, Brian.
6: Yeah, so what you're saying is American policy has created a, a border crisis, correct? Uh, Absolutely, no
0: doubt. No no doubt, sir. You,
6: yeah, and you're talking about Cuba and uh, Venezuela. And uh, yes, sir. What, what exactly are those nationalized countries, socialized or the,
0: what uh, what, what, is, what is the? it doesn't. The uh, w- wait a minute. Let, let's stop for a second. That doesn't matter because America deals with countries of every political angst. If you take a look at we deal, we have good relationships with Russia. We have good relationships with China. We have good relationships with Turkey. We have good relationship with Saudi Arabia. So all those countries have different political and economic systems than we do. So tell asking me about Venezuela being socialist or Cuba being communist doesn't solve the problem as far as what's occurring, because we already proved that we will do business with all countries of all economic systems.
6: OK, so there's so far in the last year, there's been 17,000 illegal Chinese came over and they're coming from all okay. over the world. Okay, OK, I guess we have good relations with China also, right? Uh, again, my wife yes, is from but- China. And we've migrated legally.
0: What's that? I mean, I, I don't see what you, what's your point, my dear friend.
6: <laughs> okay. Now 17,000 Chinese come over here. They're all military age. What do you think okay. they're going to do? Do you think they're going to immediately just become unbrainwashed from, uh, uh, our financial system?
0: I w I would suggest that before you make comments like that, you actually have interaction with the Chinese expatriates that come to the United States. What, most oh, of these expatriates that come to the United States, what they normally do is they come over here and form businesses. Okay, that's what yes, they do. They, they do. leave the communist system and they come and form businesses over here. I yes, mean, you just yes, take a look. Do. That's just a that's just a statement of fact. Chinese come over yes. from China proper and they come here and they become capitalists. Okay. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. So that's all I'm saying. So I don't know what your comment not is all about. Of them. Then
6: no, not one of them. They Came here legally, has ever said anything no. bad? No, about no, the no, United stop,
0: States. stop, stop. I have friends, I have friends who own restaurants that that import a lot of uh, undocumented Chinese who eventually work in the back room with them and eventually they themselves go ahead and form companies. So, no, sir, you're simply wrong. Brian. Have, I w- have any of them you, ever you need to.
6: Bad- has any
0: of them huh? ever said anything bad about the United States? Our well, I mean, I've said, I, I, look, hold on. I am a, I'm an American you citizen do. and I've said bad things about the United States, sir. I'm an American citizen. And I've said every bad day. things about the United States. Huh? Every day. Everything what, every day what? Healthcare
6: system what? How about the health care system? You completely. It's horrendous. Honestly complete. It's it's horrendous.
0: The, the healthcare system yes, in China is. is better than the healthcare system in America for the for the average uh, uh Chinese citizen. And that's another you know statement that of fact?
4: fact. But I gotta go. Hey, you know Johnny, I,
0: I gotta go to Johnny real quick because Johnny wanted to say something. So Johnny, come on in, Johnny. Brian, we talked later, but again, uh I have your facts right the next time. Come on in, Johnny.
2: I'm so glad real quick. that uh I'm so glad that he called, because this is exactly what I was going to talk about earlier. The people of Venezuela, the people of Cuba, the people of Iran, Iraq, they're not our enemies. They're fine people, just like we have lots of fine people now. Just like, in our, just like in our country, they have in their country people who are radical, religious zealots who are the problem. They're the issue. That's why governments dysfunction, including our government. So don't say socialism, communism, capitalism, Brian, because the way we practice capitalism gives capitalism
0: a bad eye. And the way Thank you, Johnny. Practice, hey, Johnny. Thank you. I got Sharon, and I only have one minute as much okay, tell and me. Tell so let's, let's talk, talk tomorrow.
2: Practice. Hold on real quick. Let's the talk tomorrow.
0: Uh, come on, Sharon, real quick. Yes, my brother. Give thanks and praise. top yeah. brainwash.
7: He sounds like he more than brainwashed. That was a man living in a first world country, but don't know much about foreign policy. And he, you know, it's just ridiculous, man,
0: or xenophobia, fascism, and all kind of thing going on in this country. Crazy, man. Thank you, brother. Look, Chris, pra- thank you for calling in, Sharon. I, I, I got yeah, to go, I'm man. at a hard break now, but... Please listen. Right, call bro. me back tomorrow when I have more time. Okay. I'm at a hard break. Yeah, Let me jump back to the studio real quick before we close this baby out.
4: Well, and Jack, very interesting show today. Uh, we covered a lot of
5: stuff and nothing for me, but how about Jack?
0: Well, uh,
1: my, my theory is to stop paying the people and slaving you. So if everybody quit paying their insurance premium, we'd have free insurance in six months.
0: Hey, there's something to that, Jack. Let's talk about that another day because you hit something that I want to talk about, where we have power. Anyway, folks, thank you, callers. Love you. Great, great, great callers. Thank you, uh, Jack and Howard. You guys are wonderful as usual. Thank you very much to the chat. Uh, we have Patrick Barron, Eric Hayes, uh, Ray, and all of you guys love you. Uh, we got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and and you guys know I end this baby. I am what? Ouch. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc.